Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back to another Skills Workshop. Troy Malcolm, Adrian Burrow, coming to you live every Friday morning with Skills. AB, we are up to episode number 29, and we are absolutely loving the feedback that we're getting from around the grounds. Having visited a number of you over the past seven days, I know, Adrian, you've been out in the field working with a lot of individual agents. I visited the Sunshine Coast group of officers, 35 in the one room for over three hours last uh, Thursday it was. Really exciting to see the run, the success, the continued success of everyone throughout the network. Hey Adrian, guess what? We've got 10 weeks until Christmas. That is 10 weeks to not only clear the stock we've got, and let's see a show of hands right now through the camera, we all know we've got one or two listings that we can move before the end of the year if we have that courageous conversation. The next part of that, Adrian, if people are listing now, there's still the opportunity to book an auction, get it settled for the clients before Christmas. What an exciting time of year because it's the final push, it's the final rush, and although we're 10 weeks out, most people within the next five to six are going to start thinking about all their Christmas plans. Yes. Now, you've been working a lot throughout the grounds, as I said, with individual agents and groups of agents talking Mm. about their listing presentation because... There's a few things that are really standouts right now in the market when it comes to listing. It's not just going and pitching the best marketing campaign. Mm. It's not just going and saying you're the cheapest agent. Adrian, we're finding that it's actually the emotional connection that we're getting Mm. and the rapport and the trust and actually having great intent is creating the biggest difference for our clients. So can you run through for me a couple of key points that you'd love everyone to remember? Because this was a question that came in and we spoke about the final push last week in our episode. Sure. No, thanks, Troy. I'm glad we're talking about listings because this time of year, it's very easy to take our eye off listings because we are hyper-focused on cleaning up any stock that may have passed in uh, and obviously getting as many deals done prior, prior to Christmas. But uh, to use the old Dr. Fred uh, metaphor, you know, park the car on the hill. So what that means is, you know, by time Christmas comes along, you want to make sure you have a break but come back with five to seven pieces of business and leave that car parked on the hill so you can jump back in and keep, keep going. So I think that's really important. So listing is still a major focus at the moment. Um, So what do I suggest with listings? Okay, so what I've been working on advocating uh, in the last few weeks is to review your listing presentation and look at three main points. Okay, number one, is your listing scenario and is your listing presentation, is it actually personal? What I mean by that is, is it believable? Can the client sit there and think to themselves, you know what? this agent has walked this road before. Um, Are the stories and the case studies the agent's saying, 
are, are they are they actually personal? Are they something that you know that you've lived and breathed and those case studies and those personal scenarios, you're walking them through, um, can the person connect with that? Can the client connect with that? Can they relate to it, okay? So I think, you know, still keep your listing presentation personal so the client has a connection with it. Number two is, is your listing appointment relevant, okay? Because mm. I've seen so many agents walk in and be a one-trick pony around their listing presentation without listening to the client. I mean, the client may not want to auction, may not uh, uh, be keen on print media, and then all of a sudden you've got the agent that walks in that has a, a quite a homogenous approach to their listing presentation, right. and it's a one-trick pony, and they talk have the same spiel that that's not customised or, or bespoke at all. Okay, so is it relevant? Give them relevant information. It's a bit like a doctor. You know, you don't want to walk into a doctor uh, and not provide your symptoms. You always provide symptoms, yep. um, and then the diagnosis is provided and a prescription if necessary by the doctor. So it'll be a little bit like a doctor providing a diagnosis and a prescription without listening to the symptoms. It just wouldn't happen, right? Yeah. And so often, Adrian, we always hear that uh, real estate agents, they yeah. go in and they hear to respond or ask the next question Correct. as opposed to really listening to understand the client's needs. That's right. So to continue that medical uh, metaphor is don't misdiagnose your client, <laughs> okay? Yeah. So listen to the symptoms or listen to their challenges because usually it's a domestic challenge, financial challenge, uh, you know, new new work challenge, whatever it might be. Listen and provide the appropriate relevant information and recommendations. Yeah. So one, is it personal? Two, is it relevant? Three, is it emotive? Right. So don't hide behind too many graphs and stats, okay? That has its place, I get it. but. The person needs to have that emotional connection with you as your agent, okay? So keep it emotive and keep it emotional. You know, the stats and graphs have got a place, but they should, certainly should not dominate the majority of the listing appointment, okay? So just keep those three things in mind. And you think that when it becomes emotive and you're actually telling stories and you have it relevant, you actually are connecting with them in a more yes, authentic way? definitely. Because there's a belief structure around that. Yes. If someone comes and tells you a story that they're not part of, mm. what do you normally do? You find every reason to get away and think about something else. Yes. But if they've lived it and they're passionate about it, you yep. get that. You resonate with them. I was yes. actually saying that recently in a, in a workshop that we were doing. If someone tells a story and it's not of interest to them, yep. how's the weather and it's raining or sunny or whatever, people go, oh, yeah, it's okay. Yes. But if you actually tap into something that they're very passionate about, and yes. this even comes back to just building rapport questions when you're walking around the property. Yes. You tap into something that they're really passionate about, yep. their whole face lights up. Yep. You can get it. They're beaming with energy and they really want to tell you everything they know about that certain subject matter. That's right. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. So, you know, making sure that you're constantly reviewing your listing presentation. Role playing is something that you and I highly advocate, yep. Troy. I mean, I think every agent, no matter what vignette or chapter of their career they're at, should be role playing weekly. Once a week, whether they're a launch, pinnacle, growth agent, doesn't matter. Weekly role play, I think, is absolutely vital. Whether it's someone at home that you do it with, whether it's a colleague or whatever, but I, I can't you know, advocate highly enough how important that is because if you look at other people that are earning similar incomes to, to our top agents, you know, barristers, doctors, lawyers, medical people, they're, they're constantly learning new initiatives, going to courses. Yep. I mean, really what we do is a CBD point every year and yep. that qualifies you to continue practicing you know, agency. I mean, that is not enough in my opinion. You know, that's, that's a practical, uh, logistical sort of almost like a, uh, uh, a process that, and a box that has to be 
ticked, but that listening role play, you know, attending ARIC, um, listening to podcasts, you know, making sure you're in the right mindset constantly. Yeah. And you guys, if you want to see any of the role playing uh, sequences or scripts or even agenda items to actually role play, you can find them all on the internet. We've actually attached them to this email as well with the video below. Um, AB, the other thing is, yeah. everyone's got a smartphone these days, yeah. right? So yeah. if you don't have someone at home, if you don't have someone at work, if you don't have time, record yourself on your phone and play it back. The subconscious yeah. self will say that you do things that you don't even realize you're doing. Absolutely. Right? The arms, the R's, the rocking from side to side, the up yeah. on the toes, the scratching, the hands in front of your yes. face. All those little things can be quite um, uh, aggressive or not even aggressive. They yeah. can be quite emotive with a client when you're talking to them about sure. doing a business. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Hey, AB, this has been a good episode. I know that we're going to cover off this again because yeah. those three key elements that you discussed, um, I think he's going to become more relevant towards yes. the end of the year. Yeah. Well, I love the analogy of Dr. Fred. Park yeah. at the top of the hill so 2019 you hit the ground running we know those successful agents history would say that the ones that list four five six seven properties before they take their short break over christmas Mm. they come back and have a fantastic uh first and second quarter of the calendar year no doubt and what we've found over the last few years troy and team is that uh the year slows down a little bit earlier towards sort of late november early december and tends to start a lot earlier pretty much uh straight up you know the first week of january seems to kick off where you know maybe five six years ago what we found is it was flat out till christmas eve so a lot of people used to exchange properties on christmas eve and then no one did anything until after the long weekend at Mm. the end of january but that's definitely changed in the last couple of years hey next week episode number 30 getting excited yeah. we should do something to celebrate or maybe uh, get cup a coffee, coffee yeah. cup of coffee but <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a big revolution yeah. yeah guys we've really enjoyed seeing you looking forward to seeing the groups that we're travelling around to in the next couple of weeks yeah. uh, please continue to send your questions in Troy Malcolm at mcgrad.com.au Adrian Bow at mcgrad.com.au looking forward to seeing you all again next week thanks guys